this is this is not the intro. Is that how you're doing the intro? It sounds like that's. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Roll and Move, the Internet's only podcast. (laughs) Yeah. You ever wish you had a peg leg? That's sort of like saying you're basically asking me with because if you're asking me that, you're saying do you do you wish that your leg was cut off? No. That's really the real question there, isn't it? No, I'm wondering if you wish you looked like you had your leg cut off, not if you had like not that do you want to get your leg cut off, but do you wish you looked like you had a cool missing leg or like some battle scar that for folks at home uh garrett really enjoys pain he's got a very high pain threshold no no no, no, no. Um, he, yeah. I don't, I don't he told us one hurt. time that if he was in a bunch of rubble um he's, and he had he, the opportunity to cut his eye with glass for a scar like an anime he would absolutely sort of cool. take it yeah Garrett, yeah, I very high pain threshold. Garrett told me that if he was ever in like a really terrible, like you know, situation like a catastrophe or a war or something like that, that he he would look forward to the battle scars because he thinks that's going to get him girls. One time when Garrett was younger, um, <laughs> he was on a roof and he saw a trampoline and he thought this is a good opportunity to jump it was. and break my leg. I you and know how, how many how and to answer your question, Garrett, how cool was it to break your leg? Do you know how, how cool many, was it to not swim all summer long? Do you know how many girls I got to sign my cast? <laughs> Seven. Seven. All right. More than you. Mom and Griff? That was only two of them. The life of a peg leg pirate is very difficult. And grandma's one too. Grandma's one too. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to Roll and Move, the Internet's podcast that talks and looks and sometimes listens to each other talk about some of the worst board games out there. And uh, I am your first co-host, one of the creators of Rough Draft Games, uh, Thomas Schungerberg. And with me here, as always, is... I didn't think I could find a card game worse than Phase 10, but I did. Garrett Lively. Thanks. Ooh. Yeah. That's 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 pretty brutal. Good way to you. open the show. People are yeah, looking forward to, sort to of open a, open it up with. I mean, going ahead and letting people know early. Also what this is... Uh, Jeff Lee, sometimes I wonder if I was on a pirate ship, what role or occupation would I hold? Um, I think I'd probably be that guy that sleeps up in the way up high in the, uh, what's it called? The crow's nest and looks out for other ships because there's a lot of room for error. I mean, you're probably looking out and you're going to see a (laughs) ship and it's going to take another hour for it to get to you. So you could probably, you know, if you're not immediately spotting the ship, it's not that big of a deal, you know? I mean, aren't you also like... What I was actually before you said I was gonna say you're always giving people good news, right? Land ho! That's what you get to yell out. And I was like, no, you also get to report if you're like under siege. You're like you're, yeah. you're totally effed. Uh, yeah. me, I'm like I'm, Twitter, but yeah, way back then. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I'm more of a poop deck kind of a guy. Yeah. Did, yeah, did pirate crews I, have like a, a balloon artist, like someone who does like the little dogs or anything? <laughs> that would be your job. <laughs> You make, the, you make the balloon swords What a for weird everybody. fusion. I make the balloon yeah. swords, a little balloon pirate hat for them. A little squeaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a squeaky balloon to go around the wrist and it curves out like a hook. It'd be really yeah. cool. I'd, I'd, I, could, I could race them around. You're the... Uh, You'd be very valuable. Armorist on, in the... Uh, yeah. You make all the armor. Like, why do we have the worst... We Literally, all of our weapons are balloons. As a pirate has a <laughs> balloon hat. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's sta- everyone's beards are going nuts because of the static electricity too. I just like, picture a not- balloon parrot. <laughs> That's a full bushy beard. A balloon parrot oh, would yes. be a great. Guys, great we're talking about we're talking about pirates today. We we played a nice pirate themed game here. 
literally called Peglick. Garrett just <laughs> gave a very uninspired introduction to the game. Uh, very, very softball. I wasn't trying to stuff. introduce the game, Tom. I just wanted to know if you ever wish you had a peg leg. <laughs> this is just, a, you were just aside to know from, this information. This, this was an aside. This is just the conversation that we have off off the air at R- right. RDG Central. I think the fact that Garrett was uninspired was inspired by the game, which was also uninspired <laughs> to be right. a pirate game. Like, does it matter? Did it matter that it was called peg leg? Like, there was no. There's not yes. really a pirate theme. To answer your question, Garrett, I would not like a peg leg because I feel like I would lose all elements of stealth. <laughs> That's true. You also I, everyone would hear me coming. Like there's yeah. no like the, the the real sneaky stuff is done on the balls of your feet, and if one of those is swift is switched out for a big old hunk of oak or teak, then uh, you're not going to be very happy. You're not going to be you're not going to be able to surprise. Yeah, but anybody. what if you put a tennis ball at the bottom of it, like? <laughs> When you're in uh, high school and they put the tennis balls in the bottom of the chair so they wouldn't make all the noise. Like, you'd be pretty... Yeah. A tennis ball is probably a lot quieter than a, a guy in shoes. Old folks, old folks. Yeah, know, walkers. They the tennis balls at the bottom of the walkers so that they don't clean. You think there's more tennis balls sold to high school, like, facilities people than actual tennis teams? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> I, I, I don't think so I, they go through a tennis ball like every service so yeah. it's pretty insane yeah you just pick it back up right so what's what's we've we played some pretty good pirate games we played forgotten waters we've played yeah. we played uh i haven't played treasure island but i've 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 seen treasure island yeah, play great. and i really one. want to play Mer- so have you played games, merchants and marauders that's a good one i think i might have yeah. Uh, it's been we have we played a lot of games. They all sort of blur together here. I I can't I couldn't tell you, but you would think that pirate game automatic win, right? Great theme. You get Great to be a theme. You get to say funny phrases. Ask your friends uh, hilarious hypotheticals about booty. Whether mm-hmm. They'd have a pie uh, peg leg. Yeah, I mean it's a it's the theme is a winner, which makes me wonder why this company is no longer around because who are who are the people who are behind this wonderful game peg leg garrett idea logists llc uh, also mj Moore and company uh, mm-hmm. i it's a, a, a great what, what do you call that a portmanteau or uh whenever you combine words like that or they just capitalized idea and ideologist yeah. that's two separate companies right i just want to make sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think okay. they had, i don't know if they had the I don't know if they sold the license. At a merger? It, it's, it's hard to say. You know, they, I could find nothing on the, the LLC. I couldn't find anything on the LLC vert company, but the MJ Moran company, no. I was looking them up. They got a couple of games under their belt. Uh, z- almost zero reviews on Board Game Geek for most of their stuff. We're talking... We're talking about classics like Crib Golf, Daring Dice, Daring uh, Dog Dice. Pound... I scream. I dare you to roll nice this little pun name there. And most of their games have Ooh, like ten ratings or less, which sort of is more of a testament to the people on Board Game Geek who uh, who try and really catalog and archive all these uh, games that no one has heard about, and no one has played. I will say this: the MJ Moran Company, uh, they do have two games that come inside of glass bottles. Uh, daring passages and daring dice. All uh, both of these, they have all the components inside of. It looks to be like a wine bottle, and it looks like you'd need a pair of tweezers to pull the stuff. Like out. a pirate theme, uh, like you know, yeah, ship in a it, bottle kind it, of thing. It looks like it looks like that's exactly what hmm. it is. It is 
The, the cover of the wine bottle has a ship on it. It says that it's a board game in a bottle. So it's an interesting an interesting way to sort of go about your packaging there and to put everything in a, uh, a bottle. I'm not sure if it's glass. I'm not sure if it's plastic. I it looks it looks to me like it's glass in the picture. I will I don't think we'll ever get our hands on these <laughs> things. They don't make these anymore. But well, there will be no way to confirm. It is opaque. I can tell you that much. But to so some interesting unique passage packaging. It looks like this company was had a sort of asphyxiation with pirates, but they're no longer around. And if uh, if this game's quality speaks to the other game's quality that they have uh, produced, it's easy to say why. Because we are working with a... What genre is Peg Leg, Garrett? It's, is it set a deck? Collection. Set Collection. Yeah. Set Collection. Just like Phase 10. What other games on the podcast have we done that sort of feature Set Collection to sort of give people... Give people, you know, matching. a couple, a couple common ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you could say the California Raisins matching yeah. game. Not a bad choice. Um, let's think here. Uh, matching. I don't know. We did. What was the uh, What was the one where you had like the wanted poster? Was that matching? You remember what I'm talking about? There's like a wanted poster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No. Don't don't have any other. I off the do top not of remember head. that one at all. No. Um. Yeah. No. None. It. I mean, that's what you're doing. It's essentially what you're doing in, like, Go Fish, yeah. right? Everyone's played Go Fish. You're just trying to collect a number of uh, a number of items or a number of cards. Yeah. Now, for this game, it is pirate-themed. Instead of numbers, you're trying to collect images Pictures. of pirate stuff. And and believe me, folks, this stuff is very piratey. Very. It's very... very <laughs> Straight from the Pirate Bay, I I I would I would say it's Garrett. Give him a give him a better give him a better picture of this. What sort of images are they going to see on these cards if they pop open? Oh. The, this is your what's in the box section, folks. Well, not only that, but just instead of a normal deck of cards, you have uh, you know your your standard card box, a little sleeve that top kind of slides out, and it perfectly fits those fifty two cards. Uh, dump them out on the table. You're going to see various sets of different images, such as a pistol, maybe a compass, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a parrot with an eye patch, mm. uh, maybe a coin purse with some doubloons. Very piratey. I dare say. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Jolly Roger flag uh, s- strung out in the wind, flapping gloriously. Mm-hmm. Some jewels, perhaps, maybe a cutlass. And, you know, maybe if you're lucky, you may even just spot a rat holding on to a rope. Just holding on for dear life, trying not to <laughs> Very piratey. It's probably, he's carrying the Black Plague. At that time, at that time of the day, at that year, this, in that century. That economy. That economy. He's carrying, that's a Black Plague reference, if anything. Or maybe a... Uh, Abandoned ship. Right? It's an abandoned ship. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Reiner Knizia nod in the middle of this uh, shitty 1993 game, I believe. Is it three? Uh, 99. 99. 99. Messed it up. Dang it. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, this is that. That's all you're doing is the goal of the game is you are at first you're dealt five cards, in addition to your one card that says. You have a couple of unique cards. Each person is trying to collect a different amount of cards, right? Or a different type of card, I should say. For example, on my card, I had the parrot. I had the gun. I had a little whip looking. It looked cat like of a nine cat tails. of nine tails. Cat yeah. of nine tails. Yeah, I don't know why that's on a ship. <laughs> uh, 
Maybe they uh, they're gonna keel haul somebody. You gotta whip them and warm them up first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I had that. I had the the flintlock pistol, and I had the mouse on a rope, and then everybody's got the pirate. The pirate. The pirate. Right. Right in the middle. That is one of the other images that you must. Uh, I like. That's fine. I think, little, I think that little, is Pegleg, the titular. You character. think that's the guy? Yeah. That's, titular that's character. Mr. Pegleg himself. Mr. P. Yeah, it's very sad Captain that like, his entire identity, his entire identity is tied to having a peg leg. So I'm sure his parents were like, "Woo, we dodged a bullet when he finally had his leg amputated, you know, because I don't imagine he was born with the actual <laughs> peg leg when they put that on his birth certificate. You think he was born, it was like a toothpick and then it, it part grew. It's part of the circumcision process. They just <laughs> cut off the wrong thing as well. Oof. We, uh, well, oof. I mean, I was really impressed when I was going in there to like do this. I was like, "This guy's loaded. You know, this guy's got a whopper." Right. But then I realized there were toenails, and, and uh, I think I owe you an apology. <laughs> <laughs> I gave uh, you a free upgrade to the finest wood that we. <laughs> <laughs> it's mahogany, my good man. You are really gonna. Don't this. worry about the charge. Uh... <laughs> I'll just see myself. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we have our titular our character, Mr. <laughs> Pickleg, and the, uh, so uh, everyone has a different set that they're trying to collect, mm-hmm. um, that's part of the 52 cards, and then all the other cards, the remaining, I don't know, 40-something. Yeah, so is... for some reason, confusingly, these are called your treasure cards, which are your, your guide, these are the five items you need, and I don't know why those are called the treasure cards. They're but... the items you treasure. <laughs> it's the list your treasure list the rat I yeah <laughs> but i don't know why the deck of all the cards are not of called the, the actual treasure treasures cards. yeah i don't yeah. know why those aren't called the treasure cards but i digress <laughs> right so you get your your instruction card and then you're just trying to collect five of every card now here's the fun thing you can win on the first round you can it is possible <laughs> i was dealt four of my five cards all i needed was that that pirate and it would have been over and this would have been the quickest roll and move game i think in history yeah uh insta win i don't think we've, we would have yeah this was actually still really fast we played maybe around like six six little revolutions maybe uh, about four, yeah. four four minutes before i got my hands on a pirate uh but it reminds me have you guys seen that clip of that guy who get he's he's playing Yu-Gi-Oh, and he gets <laughs> uh he's there's this there's this villain in the Yu-Gi-Oh series who his whole bit is he his deck is stacked with Exodia cards. And Exodia, if you've never played Yu-Gi-Oh, if you collect the left leg, the right leg, uh, the left arm, the right arm of the Forbidden One is what they're called, and the head, you immediately win the current Boom, game. Boom, wrecked. Yu-Gi-Oh. Boom, done. And you can draw that on the first hand. Uh, if you have, like, Pot of Greed cards or something like that. There's an awesome clip that we will post with this episode of this guy who's playing a video game version of through the through the storyline of the anime and he just gets wrecked on the first <laughs> hand fighting this guy. That can happen in this board game. You can summon Exodia. You can summon the five the five treasure cards and peg leg himself. And then it's over. And then your friends are wrecked and you can go play something a little bit more fun. <laughs> uh, but that is that's the whole that's the whole game is you're trying to get these cards and you have two options, okay? You can draw from the top deck, right? You got your face down deck with all those goodies you're trying to search for, trying to get that pistol, trying to get that parrot. You can draw blind from that deck, or you can draw from the top discard. 
No, not phase Now that's 10. the kicker. I know. Switched it up. I know. Threw you for a loop there. You don't know what to do uh, now. You're like, ooh, do I draw from the face down deck and take my chances? Or do I do I take the discard that the person in front of me put down? Uh, I don't know, man. I, this is when I had to make this decision when I was playing Uno, I, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> you do that in Uno? I don't even remember. You do it in face 10. Like you do it face 10. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's a tough decision to make. I know, I know. Now, the interesting part is I thought that there might be a way because there's a little bit of deduction. And I thought when I we first started playing the game that maybe maybe surely there was something that we weren't picking up in the instructions and that like after you deduce what other people are collecting, there's a way to stop them. No. Nope. From collecting. No them. player interaction. Sure isn't. Sure is not. <laughs> you are in your own pocket universe. Sure is you can, not. Because uh, you, you only, you only, yeah. Because Tom, you asked while we were playing. So do I need to collect like five of the same item, or it's like no, no. Once you get one of them, so once you make that one initial mistake, once I put down that pistol that Jeff needs, oh, he's got it. He's good. He's good for the game. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't so, make that mistake again. I guess. I guess I can just play the rest of the pistols. Oh. Uh, okay, That's well, worthless now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else I can do here. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, and not only that, but just like in this is an, an issue I, I quibble, if you will, I had with Phase Ten hmm. uh, is like I can only affect the person who's going after me, right? Like I can only if if I put down a card that Tom needs and Jeff's going after me, yeah, who cares? I'm never gonna I'm never gonna discard something that Tom needs because. He's never going to get to draw from my pile. He's always, always going after Jeff. And so there's just like no way to reverse the turn order, um, change it up, try and uh, figure out or uh, maybe in, intuit what somebody else may have. It's uh, just, you know, once you, once the one time they put down something that they need, it's gone. And that's it. And you're done. I think... Um like an adult version of this is like seven wonders where you know one there's obviously multiple sets that multiple different lanes of sets that you can collect and you know you could either do science or you can win with army or um straight up victory points or keep building on top of things there's a lot more layers to it and so you you are still worried about the person that you're passing to your immediate left or right but you there's multiple rounds, so then the turn order reverses. Where in this game, you're always focused on the one person to you know your left or right. whatever. So that I think that's where it's just really shallow. Um, yes, and you can uh, you can definitely compare it to another for game an ocean, for a game about the open seas. You don't want shallow <laughs> gameplay, right? No, you're gonna run you're right in, rocks, yeah, to land. <laughs> I mean, I would even say to, to say that something is shallow. Uh, you know, you're under the assumption that there's any depth at all. <laughs> I, I, I would. We are not in any level of water saturation, my friends. Oh, we wow. are bone dry. We are in the middle of the desert here, Set and sail uh, the Sahara. That's right. That's. I mean, this is the fact that not only. I, I mean the the idea that you can you, you you can only affect one person, right? You're only getting your cards from one person. That doesn't even register as a complaint because there's no way to figure out, like, once you figure out what a person needs, it's too late. So there's not even interaction from the person who you're getting your cards from. You can't change the flow of the game. There's no skip cards. There's no, you know, twisted around cards. There's nothing. You get nothing for this. 
and it's just a race to be the first person to get lucky and get that pirate card draw that draw that nice when garrett set up the game uh i knew the first thing i mentioned was okay we can start recording and that was because (laughs) i knew immediately that you could win on the first hand hypothetically Mm -hmm. and then two that there was going to be very little player if at all any player interaction and yeah i was right (laughs) so i yeah i sure um i i think we're leaning a little hard on that I, I I think it's pretty unlikely you win the game, but you know it's certainly possible. Yeah, yeah. But I don't understand. This is obviously a children's game. I don't understand what uh, lesson they're kind of trying to teach here. You know, even with like maybe Candyland, you're teaching them how to you know, count this many spaces or teaching them colors. These are the colors, right? Uh, what are you doing? What are you teaching in this game? To hoard, to, to not let people get <laughs> to, hoard, to, to not let people get what they want. Yeah, <laughs> to, to take to what's collect, rightfully yours. Uh, what a what a what a uh, what is it? Cat of nine tails, whatever that whip's called. We yeah, teach you're, you're teaching them what a cat of nine tails <laughs> is. The only is. thing you're teaching about scurvy, about the the origin of the bubonic plague being fleas on the backs of rats. I think what bothered uh, me the th- from a thematic standpoint is that this could have been any theme, right? Like <laughs> it didn't yeah. matter. It, it, there was nothing uh, in the game that was remotely pirate themed except for the imagery. Right. And mm-hmm. well, well, even. Even with tic tac toe or like you know we play tic tac match, there's at least a str- there may be a you know a finite finite amount of uh, depth you can explore with a strategy, but like this this is like it doesn't even give you strategy to to explore. It's just like hey, collect these items yeah. and go. Like if you see your item, it's grab procedural. it. Procedural, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. It's just procedural. There's n- there's literally no decisions to be made. Yep. I don't understand in any way, shape, or form what gave them the idea to be like, you know, what we should do is simplify gin rummy. <laughs> we should uh, <laughs> we should just make this. You know right, what we should do? We for... should make a game of if we let's give people a hundred M and M's multicolored and let's make them sort them. Yep. <laughs> what's that's like? <laughs> what's the point? I, I imagine someone going into a room and pitching. All right, think of the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> now make it simpler. <laughs> well, uh, I, I like don't know. 2D uh, or <laughs> no, <the> circle? <laughs> like we just do. I mean, the circle is a wheel. So do you just want us to like give somebody a rock and a sphere? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like there, there simpler, comes a point simpler. where if you. If you take if you take if you take away more than what's there's not enough to simplify there with a game like Jim Rummy you're left with nothing. Yeah. You're left with absolutely nothing. You're just left with a waste of five minutes. If someone brought this game out at a party, <laughs> I, I I I I think this was a joke. <clears throat> like I don't know if someone brought out Tic Tac Match at a party, I'd be like, okay, yeah, all right, you just have really bad taste. Sure. If so, if someone brought this out at a party and was like, "Let's or Phase Ten, right?" If someone brought out sure. Phase Ten, I'm like, "Okay, you're old." Yeah. Uh, yeah. You like games where you can just do nothing and and and, and talk and just sort of sort. <laughs> if someone brought this out at a party, I think I think they'd be laughed at. <laughs> not only not only is the gameplay just abysmal, the interaction is abysmal. Like, I, I feel like this is a prank game. Like I would, I I could see this if like you were trying to like mess with a group of people or something. I, I like will that. like I as Gary mentioned earlier. I will say that it is a children's game. I I'm curious to hear everyone's thoughts. Do we think this is the worst children's game that we've played on the show? 
Uh, what was the we played was armies? The war, aliens yeah, aliens versus war. armies. That was just a a number adding alien game. Hot that was alien just a dice game. Yeah. Alien hotshots yeah. is the one I'm thinking of. It was war, but with uh, even it was like the war versus evens and odds. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This is worse than that. This is way worse than that. Yeah. And this we is gave that way a, we gave that a 1.17. Just I'm just adding context here because uh, like yeah, no, no. I, I clearly it's a bad game uh but right. I think it's even worse or do do we think it's even worse because it's a children's game or do we you know do we give it some leeway there? No, I mean I, I don't think I don't I think it doesn't impact it one way or another like who cares if it's a children's game because like I I I truly do not see what they're going for by aiming this at children. Uh, they failed like, on all fronts. They didn't yeah. even make a lot of money. Like Ken Johnson <laughs> did. He didn't make a lot of money. They didn't make a game that was educational. It's one thing if you make a bad game, but if you're like teaching the person like stuff, like Buck Quest or what was that one guy who made an educational game for kids and was like trying to teach them, like try, trying to teach them. The like, goodbye game? Yeah. Well, it wasn't the goodbye game. It was actually a competent game that we did. I just don't remember uh, what it was. It was by the really cool game designers actually done like there's a fishing game different yeah that was the one like frog or fishing game i can't remember what it was but it was like really in depth for like a kid's game the gameplay was clunky but it taught him something i would even say the goodbye game at least has dangerous guys i think i yeah i think that's the one we had Um, we had to ration food for different continents and (laughs) yeah that one was it's teaching that's pretty cool yeah but and I would even say Jeff, the goodbye game at least has its heart in the right place. Like that's somebody that was like, all right, teach, we're gonna teach, teach a lesson. Kids, yeah, yeah, we're gonna try and teach a kid how to deal with loss, and like they're stupid about it. But sure, I mean, I understand the motivation behind it. What's this? What is like? What is this? It fails on absolutely every single front that it can. It fails on effort. It fails on intention. It fails on commercial success. It fails on creativity. Like, there's no, there is zero artist's integrity. He didn't even try and, like, if you made this game and just made the visuals, like, super trippy, and you were like, this is, like, LSD simulator. <laughs> like, you know, maybe you guys have heard, like, that game for, like, the, the PlayStation. Like, it's, like, LSD simulator. You pop it in, and it's just, like, insane graphics. Yeah. It's just bizarre visuals, and sure. that's it. There's no gameplay. There's no purpose. It's just, it's the creator's vision. This is, this is nothing. It's nothing. Even I would even argue the California raisins had you know you had to identify the difference in the pictures and exercise some memory. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> it's it's this is this is really bad. This is so so empty. I would rate California raisins above this. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Like without question. Like you're at least thinking for a second. You have to remember. Like I don't know if there's like a you know, an odometer in my brain where I can see the needle moving as far as like how much like RPMs my uh, skull is generating as I'm playing a game. But this, this wasn't even on the freaking register, dude. This was nothing. I want to call something out. Um, and this has nothing to do with the gameplay at all, but this is something that we, I guess we missed cause it was, um, we played it on TTS, but the box has a section that folds out. And it's in the shape of a pirate. <laughs> I I would say the art direction in this game was good. No, I would. Okay, I would. so to to add to that, uh, the cards were like they look like mini treasure maps. They're like kind of frayed on the edges, tattered, tattered and they're a little bit burnt. Which okay, it for the for 
normal people would look at this and be like, so what? But as people that have now designed and have a game in production, uh, that's kind of impressive. <laughs> like, it's very unique. Let me put it that way. Like, why do you think most people have just normal blue core cards? It's because it's easy to just print on them. But these were very, these were custom made. So say what you will. <laughs> are you are you are you sure that the cards didn't weren't just rectangle? Are you saying that they yes. the corners of the cards were frayed and cut in an odd way yes. rather than just it's a pattern. It's a pattern, but rectangle. still, it's an, it's not just a rectangle. So that is one hundred percent true. Don't make me don't make me give a ten anything. About <laughs> <Don't>. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a ten. Artist direction. I'm gonna it. give it a ten. No, I, I just, um, it's, I mean, it's still easy to do. You just create a stamp and stamp right. them out. Well, but. Tom, I'll help you get back on track here. They even failed in evenly distributing the treasure yep. cards out to players. They even failed in the ability to make it an even game for everybody because there are, uh, like I said, however many items, what, nine, ten items, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, so on the treasure cards, you have to collect five of those. Everybody has to collect the peg leg, the, the pirate in the middle. But then only two cards have the limes, only two cards have the parrots, and only two cards have the, what was the other one? The cat of nine tails. Everything else has, there's three instances of it, instances of it. So you have a statistically much better chance of winning the game if you get one of the cards with the limes, the cat of nine tails, or the parrot. I got one with the cat of nine tails and a parrot on it. Yeah, I got one with limes and cat of nine tails, and I won. I'm sorry. You had to do a little bit. Um, I want to call out something else, and this is gonna. This I'm just still staring at this box. So at the back, (laughs) at the back of the box, there's the rules, and the rules are for whatever reason written in a pyramid shape, much like when you look at the beginning of a Star Wars movie, as the as the text is moving away from you, it's kind of pyramid. Was that like a trapezoid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as it's like moving up, and I don't know why. I don't know why they chose to do this, but that's the case. One last thing to call out. Instead of saying for it's for five players, it said it's for five swashbucklers. So very thematically on point, Thomas. <laughs> very. I feel like Jeff's taking my role here. He's putting in all these <laughs> positives in the game that Tom hates. It's ten out of ten, dude. Dude. <laughs> stop. Just stop. Let's man. throw it away, man. Let's just put it in the trash. I don't know. I mean, that's where it belongs. I mean, I'm not going to. It's great art. It's them. great art. <laughs> it's great art. It's seven images. Was it seven or it's eight? Great images? art. Seven. How, uh, one, get, two, how three, many four, pieces five, of six, unique seven, art are eight, in the game? Nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Eleven unique images. Eleven unique images in a game. It was great. Like that is. Tell me how many uh, unique images are in um, uh, Carcassonne. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe don't four. Own and it's like game of the year. Dude, <laughs> give it. A t- do it. Call my. I'm calling your bluff, Jeff. Give the game. Give the game a good score. Do it. Do it. Do it. You're just doing this to try and and prolong the episode. We're already above the 30-minute mark. You don't have to do this. You don't have to go down this road. But let's see if you'll finish it. Let's see if you'll dive off the edge. Go ahead. Give give me your score, Jeff. Do it. Well, 
Uh, seeing as this game is probably the best children's game that we've played thus far, um, thematically very on point. <laughs> Good. Um, the imagery and art is very unique. Uh, the cards themselves is something that we have literally never seen on this show after playing hundred about a hundred games or so. Um, the uh, they use a very culturally relevant way to present text. Uh, Star Wars was very culturally relevant in 1999 uh, in, in that pyramid trapezoid um, shape. Uh, another thing that they did very uniquely was they had a nice fold out that made this 3D art of the pirate popping out at you and point at you to join his crew. Um, yeah, just very, very great on the thematic perspective. The gameplay, of course, we've mentioned before, wasn't very good. Um, so I'll have to kind of tweak my score because of that. Um, but most of my points, it, actually all of my points are going to go into the theme, uh, and that's going to carry most of the game. I'm going to give it a 9.5. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is going to do great, Ned. Oh, Ram no. Oh, no. Oh, uh, Tom, I'll let you nuke this a little bit later. Um, I have nothing positive to say about the game itself. I think it's a, a, an atrocity. It's an atrocity. It's up there with with Harry Potter Triwizard Tournament. Uh, it took a game, and instead of just completely ripping it off, it made it actively worse. It said, hey, you know, let's take uh, anything good, any game decisions you might make, and pull those out. And you know what? To 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 compensate for that, we're going to make these tattered cards, and we're going to have this cool standing box, and we're going to have 11 unique pieces of art. Uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. This is... This is garbage. Uh, I'm going to give it a 0.01. Uh, 0.01. Yeah. from me. Okay. That's what you get. Can't give it That's a zero? What, you get. I, what have I given a zero before? CSI. I gave CSI. Oh, no, 24. No, sorry, sorry. I mean, uh, 24, 24. Uh, literally unplayable. 24 it, literally, literally unplayable. Oh, the uh, Jeff, Jeff was playing it. We don't know. That's true. Literally unplayable. Uh, I'm giving it a 0.1. <laughs> I'm giving it a point one because you guys brought up the uh, the card designs and I actually didn't realize that until after you guys brought it up. Mission um, accomplished. There you go. <laughs> that brings there you go. Trapped. <laughs> Boys average to a three point two. Uh, <laughs> that is three point one points higher than it ever deserves the right or has the right to even be in the stratosphere of. Um, Board Game Geek gives this game a 4.7. We are somehow lower on this game than Board Game Geek, even with Jeff giving it a 9.5. <laughs> I took off uh, for gameplay. We have 10 ratings on this game. Um, RPG, RPG Gamer BG uh, gave this game a 10 last month, April 2021. This guy gave this game a 10. Um, <laughs> the rest of these scores are littered with threes, twos, and fives. Um, we do have one review here from Indy418. He says, got it from mother-in-law. She thrifted it. Players get a gold card with four items and the pirate on them. Players get a hand of five cards and have to try to get the four items and the pirate on their gold cards. The rest of the cards are shuffled and make a draw deck. On your turn, you draw either the top card <laughs> or the discard pile. Not a great game. There it is. Could have just here's, read that and been done with the whole here, Here's my Here's my, my favorite review that we actually have. This game actually has like six different text reviews for it which is pretty ridiculous easy to learn easy to play mildly fun usually good for a quick game before the kids go to bed and i couldn't agree more this is such a great threat like if you got <laughs> if the kids are not going to bed if the kids are not going to bed you're going to sit them down and force Uncle them peg leg's gonna come to out. <laughs> to play peg leg 
Because guess what? If you don't, if you, no, I would rather, I my eyes are closed, Dad. I'm asleep. No. You're the one keeping me no. up. You ask me to play oh, this game every faking. day. You're Get faking. some friends. You're gonna ask for water. Play other games with real people. Draw the card. Draw the card, son. They would rather choose the sl the sweet embrace of <laughs> unconsciousness than being awake with this game. So I wholeheartedly agree with that reviewer. I mean, I think he's absolutely onto something. The last review that I'll call out is from Visual Eye. He gave it a three. Not there's not much of a game here. I describe it as more of as exercise in drawing cards. <laughs> that's pretty that's Literal a pretty good burn exercise. i will say that's yeah we we mentioned procedural earlier but this was well well said visual eye that's yeah just uh yeah it helps you practice you know practice that pincer motion that you do with your fingers when you're like picking something up for me it's down. a sweaty this slide is... my fingers are slightly yeah. damp and then <laughs> but, uh, i bite my nails i can never get take the card right off the top just pick up one easy for me and then when i Pick it up, I definitely put enough force to slightly bend it. So the next time we play the game, it's never going to be the same. Oh my god. Okay, alright. So, those are the scores. That's all she wrote for Pegla. I think it's time that we uh, we take this... We take this board... We take this little card game, Garrett. Walk the plank? We march it out. We march it off to the, to the end of the ship. Over the edge. On the plank. And we kick this sucker into the ocean. And uh, while it's sunk, sink it on down to Davy Jones's locker down there, never to be mentioned again. Uh, you're 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 probably wondering what's next on the list. What's next on the high seas? Where are we sailing next? Well, you're going to be clued into the next board game that we're going to be reviewing right here on Roll and Move. If you just stick around, we usually release episodes, and you can see the notifications on Twitter. If you just check. Get up in the crow's nest. You just check in the distance. You can see the you can see the tag floating right there on the horizons. It's at Rough Draft Games. If you want to send me any game recommendations, get on that list on our Twitter. Uh, send those over to roughdraftgames at gmail.com. We'll take anything that we can play over webcam, on tabletop simulator, any print and plays, anything that's relatively easy for three people in three different cities to play together. We'll take a look at roughdraftgames at gmail.com. Uh, it's me, Jeff, the lookout up here in the crow's nest. I'm going to look out here, and there's something off in the distance, and it's coming over slightly closer. Um, I can barely make it out. What? What's that? It's our game, All Rise, coming later this year. <laughs> it's coming down the track. Are you sure? Are you sure? I, I mean, it's really fuzzy. It could fuzzy. be. Oh, that's someone else's board game. Oh, that one sank. Oh, ours is still afloat <laughs> over here. Um, cut. If you are interested in our game, it's coming out later this year. Um, it's hopefully not delayed. I have a pretty bad sense of depth perception, so hopefully it's not farther back than we actually anticipate. Um, you can check out our game over at Backerkit if you're looking for a pre-order copy. Garrett, real quick, if I was playing a board game, if we were playing a hypothetical board game called Quartermaster, what do you think that would get out of 10? <laughs> uh, what do you, what do you think that game let's would sever, Let's sever relationships right now. I'm giving it a, a point zero two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't rate it I, I rate it about as trustworthy as the ship that Pegleg set sail on, so... Yeah. <laughs> but you know who knows, it, you know. Uh, by the time this episode's air it could be getting a 10 for me you never know you never you know, never it's, know. A, it's, it's never a, too late to turn the ship it's around. just like a sine wave up and down because it's oh, yeah. troughs and valleys no, <laughs> and lastly but not least folks if you haven't already we appreciate it if you guys go and you give us a review on itunes 
rate the podcast five stars. Uh, it helps us out. It helps other people see the Jolly Roger flag that we're flying, folks. So uh, if you haven't done that, please do so. And uh, in the meantime, if you don't, we will keelhaul you. We will. And I know what that means. Do you guys know what keelhaul means? Uh, it's a card in our upcoming possibly it might <laughs> but keel hauling means you, t- you tie somebody up you throw them overboard and you let the barnacles slice them to shreds oh, no. pretty brutal stuff keel don't want haul. that to happen to you and you're in salt water so it hurts <laughs> that's what i'm worried about <laughs> you, ever get, you ever get salt in your wound it's terrible we'll get infected though yeah, we're done we're it's done. like got, lemon got juice podcast. ew got the podcast bye <laughs>